want to say a few words this morning about an important way to love. And with that, an important way that I think in our modern world today, in the modern church today, we are failing to love so often. And what I'm talking about is our need to pray for those who have died and how this is an essential way that we continue to love them even after they've died. And I've been thinking about this in particular recently because of the the low attendance at um, All Souls Mass this year. Um, An important point day to be praying for the dead, and yet very few were here, and that's typical of other years. Um, And obviously this means I've been failing to draw your attention to the importance of this. I know I've preached other years about the, the beauty and the joy of praying for the dead, but not really about its crucial importance. So I want to point out today that if we love those who have died, then love isn't just a feeling, it involves doing certain things. And one of those is praying for those who have died. And I want to point out three ways that our prayers for the dead help them. Now first, very simply, we pray for the dead that they might receive mercy in the judgment. That when I die, I will stand before the judgment of God. And I think we tend these days to forget that there will be a judgment. We tend to forget the words of our Lord as we heard in that passage about those being cast out to weeping and grinding of teeth. He uses this phrase several times in the Gospels talking about hell. We tend to forget about the urgency of St. Paul's warning about that day coming like a thief in the night. But there will be a judgment, whether we think of it or not. And I will stand to be judged And I will be in need of mercy. And one of the things that will help me have mercy is the prayers of the living on my behalf. We know from the scriptures that this is what the Jews believed. That they, as we read in the book of Maccabees, they offered sacrifices in the temple for those who had died so that they'd have mercy in the judgment. We read in the New Testament, St. Paul praying for um, one of the early Christians who had died, that the Lord would grant him mercy. So the first and most simple thing we help the dead for with our prayers is to have mercy in the judgment. Now secondly, after that particular judgment, if I'm going to get to heaven, well, I need to be purified before I get there. That scripture promises us that heaven isn't just like this world. It's a a perfect place, a place where there are none of the imperfections of this world. And that means to get there, we need to be purified of all the imperfection and crud. And even though you might think I'm a fairly decent chap, well, there's still a lot of crud that needs purifying from me. And if I'm going to be perfect up there in that place of perfection, then something has to change in between. I need to be purged of the residue of my sins. And this is what happens in purgatory. So St. Peter gives the image of um, our works being purified the way 
gold is purified in fire with the impurities burnt away. And so the New Catechism uses this same image of the purifying fire, quoting St. Gregory. And many of the saints down the centuries have seen visions of purgatory in this way. The very earliest of them we have dates from the second century with St. Perpetua being shown a vision of her brother who had died. And he was in this place that she describes as of gloominess and thirst and pain. And yet she was also shown how her prayers brought comfort to him in the midst of this purgation. So our prayers for the dead are important for this reason, that we comfort them while they're in this difficult purgation, this difficult change, getting them ready for heaven. And the third way that our, soul, our prayers help the souls in purgatory is we help them by speeding them through that passage, shortening their time there. So the book of Maccabees says that they offer the ta- sacrifice that they might be released from their sins. So to use another analogy, as I'm living, as I'm sinning, I'm racking up a temporal debt that has to be paid off. And I can pay that off while I live by prayer, by good deeds, by meriting, but after my death, those can also be paid by others in meriting, by praying for me after I've died. So when we pray for the dead, we help speed them through uh, that passage. And let me note briefly, people sometimes say, well, how long should I pray for someone who's died? Well, I'd say as long as you live, that those who have died, they're not yet in the eternity of heaven, but they're also not yet in our time frame. So all of the prayers through my entire life that I offer are kind of going to be held up for them. So my grandmother died 20 years ago, and she was, I think, the the holiest person in our family. But I still pray for her now even though it was 20 years ago, even though she was a good woman. And I pray for her because I think all those prayers will be counted on her behalf. And I pray for her, not because I think she was a bad woman, but I pray for her because I still love her. And I want to express that love in my prayers to help her. So briefly, a final point, how should we pray? Well, in short, the prayers we offer for the dead can be the same prayers that we offer for each other when we're living. And our Father, a Hail Mary, I put various suggestions in the newsletter sheet uh, describing purgatory and praying for the dead. I do have a look at that later. But I think the important thing is whatever prayers we're offering, even if they're small and little, that they're a regular, frequent thing that we offer on an ongoing basis. So to sum that all up, there are three things that our prayers help the dead with in praying for them. Mercy in the judgment, comfort in their purgation and purgatory, and to speed them through that passage. And as much as we in our modern living are forgetting to do that, we're forgetting to love. But as much as we remember to do that, 
We're offering a great service of love for them that expresses both our love for them and our hope in an afterlife, our hope in the resurrection.